Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Everybody, this is Chris Nowaski, and welcome back to another episode of the TKR Podcast, the Chris and Craig Show. Uh, Rutgers uh, is coming off of a 70 to 59 win over Illinois last night at Jersey Mike's Arena. The fans were absolutely bonkers the entire night. Uh, Caleb McConnell told me that basically he couldn't hear himself think, and it was only four nothing, and he didn't really know why the crowd was going insane. But the crowd was like unbelievable all night long. Rutgers. Uh, you know, four game winning streak, four four wins over all over ranked teams, which has never been done before by an unranked team. Um, so as you know, a team always likes to make history, and they're they're still making history. Um, their net right now is seventy five. They're continuing to drop in all the rankings in in a good way, I should say. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, you know, Rutgers just came out hot. They led by as many as twenty three points. Um, you know, they they defended extremely well. They shot the ball well early. Um, they did have some some cold spots, but um, you know, obviously Illinois made made a little comeback late. But uh, the game was the you know the game was in hand. Rutgers had it uh, pretty handily. So, uh, Craig, man, what are your thoughts from from Jersey Mexico last night? We were both there. I was you know again, so it was it was it was good to see Rutgers. You know? Yeah, who's who said we're a jinx? I mean, come on, this four game wing streak. This is just this is crazy, man. I mean, last night and to think like to at the this four game winning streak. Two of the games they've really won handily. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michigan State they blew out for this, and last night's game against Illinois they basically blew them out until like that ending there. They beat. I thought they beat them pretty handily. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to see like basically like I wrote in my article, if you want to see who wanted this game more, just look at the rebounding. I mean, sure. to me that's the stat of the game. Rutgers was plus eighteen against Illinois, one of the best rebounding teams in the nation. I mean, that's just in- unbelievable. At one point. You and me were laughing or almost like laughing at how crazy it was. The fact that they literally were doubling them in rebounds. Mm-hmm. There was a point where Rutgers was leading, was up 42 to 21 in rebounds. Like you don't even do like, you don't even see that against like bad teams. And yeah, Rutgers right. is doing that against one of the best teams, not just in the big 10, maybe in the, in the nation. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just in, that was just insane. And I mean, uh, should we, I don't even I, I almost don't even know where to start. There's just so many. There's, a, there's so many storylines right now going on between I mean, Cliff between this this unbelievable run. I mean, they might they might find themselves ranked pretty soon, <laughs> even though if it was up to the if it was up to the net, they'd probably be ranked like, you know, they, they would be like one one right now or something <laughs> like that. They'd be something, exactly. something, something weird. But I mean, right now. Right now, Rutgers, I would say Rutgers is a tournament team. I mean, how can how can anybody really look at this team? And say they they haven't earned their spot at least right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get I get the, the people who say you know can't lose to Lafayette, sure. can't lose to UMass, which yes, those are unbelievably terrible losses. They pretty much almost, but you can't say that Rutgers, you can't say that Rutgers hasn't you know suffered and has, hasn't suffered enough from that because if sure. Rutgers had won those games. It would be a formality right now. Oh, yeah. The fact that they even lost those games is the those are the only reasons why we're not you know Rutgers isn't isn't putting on its dancing shoes right now. Right, that's exactly. like the only that's the only reason Rutgers isn't a tournament team right mm-hmm. now. But 
this four game streak, I mean, like you said, this is, this isn't just a Rutgers historic streak. This is a streak that's really set set the new mark for just college basketball. That's this is an unranked team beating four straight ranked teams has never been done before. So this is just an unbelievable run that Rutgers is going on, and it might find and they pretty soon they might find themselves in the March Madness bracket. There's still a ways to go. They still still have work to be done. But I mean. This is just crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, I know Coach Underwood, uh, Brad Underwood from Illinois last night. You know, he said he, he said Rutgers is a tournament team. I mean, Rutgers is right now is a game out of first place in the Big Ten. Like, I don't know how you can keep a team that's a game out of first place in the Big Ten in, in mid-February out of the tournament. I mean, yes, they lost Lafayette and all that jazz in the beginning of the season. They struggled. But Rutgers really found itself. You know, Paul's taking control of the point guard duties. Cliff has really progressed extremely well throughout the season. Uh, Caleb McConnell, you know, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, probably, probably, maybe, probably Should not. Be. I don't know, Truckers. Should be, yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> but I mean, you know what? He'll be co-defensive player. He'll of the be co Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I saw King it over. Paul wasn't at least a co man. Like, and then they gave it to Geo, which I thought Paul's week was better than Geo. You know, sort of, but mm-hmm. we'll. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, man, they 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 dominated the glass. You know, at one point, I was like you said, man, we were laughing. I I just, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, Illinois averages 40, 40 boards a game, and, you know, Rutgers you know, they only had 28, and Rutgers almost doubled them. Um, that was – I mean, Caleb, Caleb McConnell said it was a team effort, and that was a huge emphasis coming into the game. You know, they wanted to help help Cliff out against Kofi, you know, in terms of getting rebounds. Um, I, you know, everyone everyone chipped in in that regards. Um, you know, the, I also wanted to mention that the big, you know, alley-oop, you know, backwards alley-oop by, by Cliff – I mean, you can't. I mean, you can't teach that. That was just straight up athleticism. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I remember raising my eyebrows during that play, looking around like, "Did that just happen?" Like, <laughs> uh, it was. It was pretty wild. Um, I, I forget who was on the the assist for that. Um, uh, I think. I think it was. I think it was Ron. But Ron, okay. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I should go back and rewatch that. So <laughs> that's my bad for not remembering. But yeah, that was just insane. I mean, Cliff had a double doubles, fifth double double season, 15 points, 13 rebounds. Um, Geo big, you know, a bunch of guys scoring double figures. Uh, let me put it up real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul McKay, he had 13 points. Caleb had 11 points. Harper had 16, um, eight and eight rebounds. Um, I thought obviously McCown did extremely well guarding, uh, Alfonso Plummer, uh, you know, one of the top scorers in the, in the, in the league. Uh, you know, Trent Frazier had 11 points, but, uh, Caleb did a solid job on him as well. Um, you know, you know, stopping their offense, like he said. Um, obviously, you know, Rutgers got up by 23 points. Um, I thought one of the main, main, you know, kind of sequences in the game was when um, Illinois made a three to start to end, end the first half, you know, with a couple with like 30 seconds left. Mm-hmm. And then they made a three to start the second half. And then, you know, after Rutgers missed, they had the ball. And then Caleb got a steal and brought, and brought it in for a layup. I thought that kind of shifted the game because right after that, you know, Rutgers went on a 12, a 12 run run, um, you know, only Kofi. Coburn had a, had a free throw in there, and then Rutgers Rutgers went you know scored 12, 12 points in a row. They got up by nineteen, and then they eventually ballooned it to, to twenty three points with six forty five to go. So I thought that that key steal was you know you know very very you know big factor in the game, which just goes to show you that you know Caleb sh- is, sh- is showing up on, on on defense when it matters most. Yeah, honestly, like this is just like you said, a complete team effort. I, I have to I almost feel like you have to give credit to Andre Hyatt, too. I know he didn't he only scored like three points, but I mean, he had came off the bench, scored five rebounds. You know, he was I mean, he was really scrappy in that game yesterday, which, you know, you like to see. And yeah, like you said, this is just a complete team effort. Uh, Cliff 
Uh, Ron had the most points, but really, this was almost this was almost like the Cliff on Marie like coming out party. Yeah, he was, he I was mean, my, he, he was my player of the game. And, yeah, because he, I mean, going up against Kofi Coburn, I mean, that's just that's that's just the, that's you got your work cut out for you for that one. But mm-hmm. I mean, so you almost have to say to hold him to twenty and ten is 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 good. That's like a remarkable because that's a type. Kofi's the type of guy who can just take over a game by himself. I mean, it's unbelievable. He almost he almost basically did that in the first half. He scored like basically like what was it most of their like nine of their first I don't remember 15, 17 points. I mean, he was basically he was basically carrying them early on. Yeah, Col- and uh, Col- was that? Colburn had eleven in the first half. I had eleven. Yeah, and how many, how many points did they have in the first half? Right. Uh, yeah, Which they had twenty four. So eleven to twenty four. So almost half. Almost half yeah. of their basically half of their points. And Cliff just, you know, Cliff did an unbelievable job. He had mm-hmm. two blocks. One of them, one of them was a big block against mm-hmm. Coburn, mm-hmm. runs to the other end of the court, gets a big, picks up the foul. And, you know, he did his little, I don't even know what to call it. Like I yeah. saw Richie called it like the Undertaker, like sit yeah, up. Or... Yeah, he was like, he just got, I don't know, he just like stood up. It was, I, I you know, I, I rewatched that again this morning. And like when he got up, Paul, Paul was next to him. He was, it kind of looked like, what the heck was that? Like, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, that's just dude is just just dude is just an athletic freak. I mean, that's the one thing. I mean, you're not going to overpower Kofi Coburn because the guy is just just super strong. But I mean, you could yeah. see Cliff. Yeah, he's crazy. But Cliff's Cliff's size, his length, his athleticism was definitely giving him fits. And really just on the offensive side and the defensive side, the guy was just all over the place. And like you saw after the game, Brad Underwood was talking about, you know, this guy is has the tools to be take it to be a quality player at the next level. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, we can see why this dude is just an, uh, just an athletic freak. And I think I said in my article, I think the scariest part of his game is that he still has room to improve. Mm-hmm. I mean, he st- we say still times he has the, sometimes it hits him in the hands. He kind of drops it. I mean, but, and sometimes he's hit or miss when it comes to, you know, the back down little mm-hmm. hook shot, but he hit it yesterday. I mean, if he can get that stuff down, this dude is like, how are you going to stop this dude? Exactly. And if, and if he, yeah, and if he, and if he develops a jump shot, I mean, geez, this guy is going to be insane. Yeah, you, you've seen Cliff, you know, make make the baseline, you know, mid range jumpers and pra- and and practice and warm up. So, I mean, it's we've seen him hit a three. We've and seen him hit a three before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made a three. Uh, yeah, last year at some point, uh, I think it was toward the end of the end of the season. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I know. Uh, the one funny part, part talking about Brad Underwood with Cliff, you know, Underwood was leaving the press room and he walked by me and said, man, I hope, I hope, I hope Cliff declares. So <laughs> he, he doesn't want to see any more Cliff. Um, obviously the big 10 doesn't want to see anywhere Kofi. So it kind of, it kind of yeah. works both ways <laughs> there, but yeah, he was very complimentary of Rutgers, very complimentary of, of Omarui. Um, you know, I, you know, he said, he said, you know, basically Rutgers punched Illinois in the mat in the mouth and they didn't get up. You know, they had no fight. Um, you know, he said Rutgers was extremely physical, extremely tough. Um, they're playing as hard as hard as anyone in the country right now, uh, which is obviously a big reason why they've you know are, are winning at this point now. So, yeah, I mean, and, and almost was, just think about that. That, that that quote by Underwood, but as he was leaving, it's just like think of how far Rutgers has come. That you basically have one of the best coaches in the nation, Brad Underwood, basically almost begging, like basically mm-hmm. saying like he hopes that that Cliff. He goes to the next level, so he doesn't have to face him anymore. Like, yeah. that's unbelievable that Pykele recruited, like, obviously the Pykele recruited him. So mm-hmm. it's just unbelievable that Rutgers has a guy that's just this gifted to think about how, to think about where they were, you know, just years ago. And it's like, right. they now have a guy that's that gifted and you have Brad Underwood 
saying, man, I hope he goes, he, I hope he jumps to the NBA as soon as possible. So I don't have to face him anymore. I mean, yeah. that's just, that's crazy. Yeah. The one thing I wanted to mention too, uh, oh, let me put that again. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple, a couple of the bench guys real quick too. We got, you know, Dean Reber came in uh, five points, <laughs> made a key baseline jumper and a, and a wide open three. Um, so he came in and did his duty. Uh, he, you know, he defended the post as well. Yeah. Five um, points, nine minutes. Dude yeah. is just, dude is just efficient. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, he really is. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, um, what Mag didn't get a ton of minutes, but like you said, Andrew Hyatt, he came up with a big rebound, I think, on, on, on the free throw. I think that's when he grabbed yeah. uh, one of his key rebounds. Uh, Jalen Miller came in and played played good defense. Um, Ralph Agee came in, put up two shots, a uh, couple fouls. Um, so, I mean, he hasn't played in a while, so he kind of had to get his feet, sweat, feet wet. But, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously Rutgers didn't want – other obviously Rutgers didn't want Cliff or, or Dean getting in foul trouble, so they had they had AG in there for a while. Um, uh, Ron Harper Jr. did get hurt in the second half. Um, looked like obviously his 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 left hand finger. Um, as of now, uh, we don't know, you know, you know offhand, you know too much about it. Uh, but um, it does sound like that you know he should be okay going forward. Uh, he might obviously miss Sunday's game, um, which is which is interesting because obviously he had. You know the last second shot to beat Purdue uh, last time out, and 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 Geo Baker missed that game, so maybe you know they'll flip flop this time around, see what they do yeah. on, on the road at Purdue. Obviously, which is no easy task, but um, you know, like we had talked about earlier, man, like two weeks ago, this team was maybe going to the NIT, and right now they're a game out of first place um, in the Big Ten, which is you know, it's still unfathomable. I still can't believe that, that that's yeah, happening right now. I mean, it's this, crazy. This, <laughs> this team is just, you know, is rolling right now. Obviously, they're taking it one game at a time. They said, you know, and practice, the practices are extremely detailed. They're focused. Um, you know, they're not getting too high, too low. They're staying, you know, kind of level, level-headed. Um, you know, they, you know, picked up a key road win a couple of games ago against Wisconsin. Um, they got another one, obviously, on Sunday at Purdue, which is Mac Arena, which is, you know, you know, probably, you know, just as tough as Jersey makes me into playing. Um, so, I mean, Purdue wins at home, like, like, you know, as much as anybody in, in, in the conference. So, yeah, I have an interesting question for you. Yeah. If, if Rutgers beats Purdue at Mackey arena mm-hmm. on Sunday, are they in? Oh, for sure. hundred percent. hundred percent. Like, is it over? Like, is, is that it? You oh know? yeah. Cause they'll, they'll have 11 wins in the conference. They'll, they'll, they'll be in, you know, first place in the, in the conference. So, that's I mean, true. Uh, yeah, true. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's, so. I know that's, that's great. Yeah. I, I think so too. Even like they'd have to, I mean, I would, there would be four games left uh, again. Yeah. So. yeah there would be, they'd have to do all, they'd have to do, they'd have to go on some yeah. horrible downfall to, if yeah. they win. I mean, they, but, uh, yeah. Like you yeah. said, I think they're in if they beat Purdue. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I mean, they've won at Purdue before when they needed to. So I mean, this is, you know, two years ago at this point, right before the, you know, COVID hit, you know, they made the NCAA tournament. They got the key road win um, at Purdue. So, I mean, they've done it before. Um, kind of a similar, it's not really kind of situation, but, um, you know, obviously a key road win at Purdue would be, would be a monumental. I mean, I said, I said the win over Wisconsin, the road was monumental. This, you know, win over Purdue at Purdue at, at this stage, of the game would, would surpass that, I would think. So what would that be? A quad, would that give him eight quad wins? Um, um, I five, think or seven. Uh, let me check real quick because I, I think it would checked. give. Yeah, because I think. Wait, no. What, they had five. Up. They had five coming into this, so they picked up six. So it would be. Yeah, so it would be seven. So if Rutgers, they were to win, so. quad one, quad one, quad one. 
that stuff always seems like it changes anyway it's like yeah so right now like, there's oh six and three in quad one game and six and three in okay. quad one games right now okay so, so yeah, i think i think seven. that's the most uh no second oh they're tied nope i lied purdue has eight eight quad one ones okay a couple guys uh, um baylor has nine i mean they're up there though yeah. Iowa State has eight, Wisconsin has eight, Kansas is eight, Marquette is seven, Alabama seven. It's just insane to me to think that where we were like a couple weeks ago and just mm-hmm. f- f- and if they were to pick up, if they were to be Purdue, get a five game winning streak, like they're in. Like yeah. that's just yeah. that's that's insane to me to think about. The, and that's the just second credit half, to, the second half just, against it, Northwestern just like changed everything. I know, yeah. I know they lined up losing that game, but. It feels like ever since then, you know, they've been, they've been. Yeah. Somehow I was, some I was thinking, it feels like everybody kind of, after that, it felt like everybody just kind of knows their role now. Like this, mm-hmm. this offense is completely, just feels completely different. Everybody knows what they're doing. Uh, it's just, it's just complete, a completely like new team. And it's just, uh, just credit to them for being able to turn it around like this. This is just, this is, this is, this is one of the best, this is probably one of the best streaks this program has ever gone on and maybe ever. I mean, mean, this is insane history. I mean, this four game streak against ranked teams has never been done before. I know as, as an unranked team. So I mean, I don't know how long they're, I don't know how much longer they're going to be unranked like you did in your, in your article today, but yeah, we'll we'll say, we'll say, I don't know. Well, I I don't, I personally don't have a a fight. I mean, uh, a vote in the uh, poll. So I I wish I did. (laughs) I think they will be ranked. I have a feeling. Yeah. I'm sure they'll get votes. At, at least the very least, and I know they did last week too. But I mean, we'll see what they do against Purdue. If it if they if they beat Purdue for sure, but yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, if they beat Purdue, they're probably in. So yeah, it's hard. It would be it would be hard to it would be hard to not rank a team that we'd consider in. But with the with the with the way this rank these ranking systems are, yeah, I guess you never know, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one, no one like like we had talked about off cam before we started. Like the net, like the NSA uses the net rankings as like a big tool in terms of determining who was in who's in the tournament, but no one really knows like how it's calculated per se. So it's kind of almost like a guessing game. But yeah, right the now, analytics are seventy five. I mean, there's been teams that that have had nets in the in the in the seventies that have made the tournament in recent seasons. Um, but you know, obviously, Rutgers is rolling right now, and they're playing they're playing as well as anybody in the country, really. Yeah, yeah, uh, honestly, yeah. And the end, I was gonna say the analytics guys and girls right now have to be just cursing out Rutgers right now because <laughs> this is just this is I mean, I don't I can't remember a time where this was such like something like this was such a big deal mm-hmm. where that where it was like such a discrepancy between, you know, kind of the public perception of a team mm-hmm. versus the analytical side of it. Because I feel like if Rutgers was left out of the tournament right now, I feel like there'd be like a revolt in college mm-hmm. basketball. I mean, you got Brad Underwood saying they're a tournament team. Mm-hmm. You, they're getting all this love. You can see it on Twitter and social media right now. It's like Rutgers is the story in college basketball right now. And if I mean, there's still like I said, there's still ways to go. A lot of things can happen. But if right now I'd say if this team was left out of the tournament, you'd see like you'd see a revolt in college yeah. basketball, which is crazy to think about. I mean, the analytic the analytics say what they say because of the struggles early in the season, the losses to DePaul, UMass. Uh, you know, obviously the Lafayette was was that was the absolute worst one. So that that's yeah. that's literally the only reason why that you know Rutgers you know has the you know net of seventy five like it does. I mean, if they didn't lose those games and they won those games, they'd be much much lower, higher, however you want to say it in the, in yeah. the net. So. Yeah. And I think you also have to take into account. I think the and I think the selection committee probably will, assuming 
hopeful, assuming Rutgers, you know, finishes this off with a positive note mm-hmm. that they're probably going to take into account, like the, the fact that this team probably like whether or not they will, we'll see, but this is the, t- this team could, it could potentially go on a run, you know, mm-hmm. in the tournament, depending on who they match up with. Cause I mean, like you said, this team right now looks like it could beat anybody in the nation. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, I was going to say how many times, like how many times have we seen a team like Syracuse, for instance, kind of kind of sneak their way into the tournament even mm-hmm. though their resume wasn't exactly you know the the best and i feel like a lot of those reasons are because you know the jim Bayheim and they and the selection committee knows you put syracuse in it don't matter where you put them right they're they're the type of team that can go on a run and you know get a lot get a lot of i guess clout for march madness yeah b- bring out a lot of discussions and, and maybe and i'm thinking they might see uh Rutgers in that same kind of light. So mm-hmm. Rutgers, I feel like Rutgers, although Rutgers doesn't, doesn't might not have the analytics on their side right now, they probably have the mob. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, a good way. I know, I know Steve, Steve Pleckel kind of, uh, kind of had a, kind of had a line, you know, at the end of the press conference yesterday saying, you know, we'll, we'll play anybody anywhere. Um, so it was, it was kind of interesting. I mean, is, is it, it kind of sounded like he wanted to take that back a little bit the way he said it. It was kind of, kind of, kind of quiet about it, but mm. I mean, Rutgers, Rutgers, you know, playing. I mean, obviously they play a lot better at home than they do on the road, but they did beat Wisconsin last time. So I mean, obviously Purdue won't be easy. Uh, we're not sure the status, you know, of of, of Harper right now, but I would assume, yeah, like yeah. you said, I would assume he's not playing. Right. It's, 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 it's really all going to come down to. I think it's all going to come down to if he has any ligament damage. Right. If he has ligament damage, probably requires surgery, and mm-hmm. that's probably it for the season. But like you said, it, it, right now I don't I've like I haven't heard anything obviously. So it's really just a waiting game right now. But if it's just a dislocated, if like you said, if it's just a dislocated finger, pop it back in, and there's no ligament damage, you you know you could see him probably sooner sooner rather than later. So I would assume, like you said, I I would assume he's probably not going to. I would assume he's probably not going to play the Purdue game. But we'll see. Well, but then we'll see after that. The, I will probably have to. They probably have to wait for the swelling to go down first mm-hmm. before they do any kind of X-rays, MRIs, or anything like that. So. It's just right now. It's just a waiting game, and hopefully, hopefully, Ron is. Hopefully, they. Hopefully, Ron's okay, and Rutgers can get it. Get the full team back together and finish off what they started because it. it this is definitely a special run they're going on right now, and it's. it's right. It should be fun to see how it ends. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. yeah even, <laughs> even if even if he doesn't play and Rutgers doesn't win on Sunday, I don't like it. Won't hurt him. Like the loss wouldn't wouldn't hurt right. Rutgers. Um, they still have obviously more more chances to you know four games left. I think they have what Indiana. Or no, they have Wisconsin again. They have Indiana. Yeah, they got. Penn State. I think it's Michigan, Michigan, Mich- Michigan, Michigan. Yeah, yeah Michigan. Michigan, Wisconsin, Indiana, Penn State. Close the and right. that's it. So I mean, obviously, you want to uh, keep them healthy for those games. So right, exactly. I mean, all Rutgers, I would say, has to do has to do right now is maybe win one more and really stay stay afloat, stay above five hundred. Um, then there's there's no way you can keep them out. I know Brad Underwood even said, you know, no offense, to Lafayette, but that game was so long ago. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like the NCAA college football committee, you know, for the playoff. You know, a team will have a loss early, but they kind of got it out of the way. They kind of got it out of the way early. Team a team gets hot late in the season, and they get in and they get their shot. So yeah, I mean, like like I said before, I would say about nine times, maybe eight times out of ten. I don't know, but <laughs> you most most of the time when you have a loss like that, it you're done. Like it, it does it does nu- it pretty much nukes your resume, and and that's it. But I mean, Rutgers has I Rutgers has more than canceled out that loss. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, to to go to beat four straight to, to beat four straight ranked teams to be four straight really great teams 
that's just that's un- it's unprecedented really for an unranked team. So I think I think Rutgers has has righted that ship in spades and from and right now they have their destiny is in their hands. Oh, absolutely. And if they just and if they just keep winning and like you said stay afloat, there's I think there's no way that they they yeah. can be kept, they can be left out. Yeah, it's it's very different than football too because basketball they play so many games, so many opportunities. And I, I, you know, and they're, and they're winning, they're cashing in on these opportunities, which is, you know, I feel like I've said that obviously for, for two weeks now, like, you know, when, when, when we looked at the schedule, you know, after they lost to, you know, Minnesota and they barely beat Nebraska, I still can't get over that Minnesota loss. Rutgers should have won that. Um, you know, obviously Minnesota, that was, that was kind of the game, a game for taking there for Rutgers. Um, but then, yeah, um, they have the comeback against North Northwestern lose, but, you know, obviously, you know, Rutgers has, you know, played so well against the top half of the Big Ten. It's almost kind of weird, and then you know, by how poor they've done in the bottom half of the Big Ten. But uh, yeah, I mean, Rutgers is obviously, you know, in the hunt for the Big Ten title, which is yeah. which is which is wild. So yeah, I think they're I think they're one and a half out. I think because Purdue, won, I think Purdue because Purdue won yesterday against Northwestern, so I think it's okay. one and a half out. Okay, but I mean, yeah, they're right there. I mean. I, I'm gonna. I'm actually going to check the standings out right now because mm-hmm. it's it's basically a log jam at the top. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like uh, Ohio, Ohio State's up there too. Um, I was not. Yeah. I mean, I was a little far, a little further back, but yeah, it's Purdue, Illinois, Wisconsin, Ohio State, then Rutgers. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, they jumped. Yeah, I yeah. forgot they jumped Michigan State. So it's right. It's basically right now. It's ranked teams and Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well. I mean, Rutgers has beat every current ranked team on the. In this on in the conference right now, I know mm-hmm. Indi- Indiana was ranked earlier in the season. Um, they they still get Indiana. Um, Indiana is a good team, but um, Rutgers has you know kind of kind of bullied them in the past year or two. So we'll, we'll see how that one goes. Yeah, and I think I mean I don't want to jinx anything, but Rutgers hasn't lost to Purdue in a while. Like they, I forget I don't know what the streak is, but I don't think they've they've won like a couple. They haven't. I don't think they've lost to Purdue in like some time now i can't i can't remember off the top of my head um but i'm trying to remember the last the last time purdue beat rutgers um well uh i'm not sure i'll have, I'll have to look yeah, it up I'll we'll have to look it up but yeah I, it's, it's been i think it's been a while interesting okay i i okay maybe i'm not sure <laughs> I have okay. up. we got a couple days until sunday yeah to, to me the last time the last time i can remember rutgers isn't purdue was when they probably lost by 50 and mm. that was when like eddie jordan was the coach <laughs> no i'm sure i'm sure i mean obviously yeah. Rutgers. Is, i mean purdue is one of the best teams in the country so yeah i mean yeah you're gonna i mean we've seen over the years how hard it is to win at mackey arena so mm-hmm. but if Rutgers can pull that one off like you said they're that they, yeah. they can put the possibly, dancing shoes back possibly on. undermanned too so this oh, purdue. Be, so so if if harper oh, if harper doesn't miss the game i mean if, if harper if harper does miss the game who would you who would you start in his place um that's a good question let me take a look. Let me look at that. Like for, for me, it would probably be Andre Hyde, like because he's the one that they that came in when I can when, hear. When, by when the way, I can hear all the people screaming Jaden Jones right now, but I hate to tell them it's not going <laughs> to. Yeah, completely, no, completely different position because then you would have yeah. to shift the lineup up. But I, I think I think Andre would be a better fit. Um, yeah, it would either be Andre or or it might be Mag. Honestly, I was thinking be, either Mag, Mag, but. Um. Uh, well, the well, the one reason went with Hyatt because because of how he played yesterday, and the fact that he you know came in for Harper when when Harper yeah. went out, and Mag Mag only had like two or three minutes in the game. Yeah. The only re- I could see, the only reason I could see Mag is because mm-hmm. you're facing a team like Purdue, who's just big mm-hmm. and long, 
Yeah. And you really need all the size and length you can get. Hyatt, uh, uh, Hyatt, obviously, I think Hyatt probably you put in for if you need points. Mm-hmm. But I could see, I, I could see it going either way. Yeah, either, either way. Yeah, I mean, both are both. I would say are are, are decent. You know, spark plugs coming off the bench a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, give some energy there, which obviously Rutgers is going to need. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, it go it goes back to getting off to a, to a good start. They got off to a good start the last two games, uh, Wisconsin and um, and Illinois, which which was huge, especially against Wisconsin on the road. So, if Rutgers is able to do that again, you know, you I mean, they'll 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 gain confidence, and and you never know. I think another crazy aspect is as we talked about. I think isn't I think that we, out of this four game winning streak, I think Wisconsin's like the only game where they actually trailed at any point. Yeah, they didn't, I, I know. Um, yeah, they didn't they, trail. They didn't yeah, trail they didn't trail against, against Michigan State. They never trailed yesterday. They were tied against Michigan State at one point. I know that, but they never trailed. Um, um, Wisconsin. Whatever, for whatever reason, I don't remember that part. But interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, let me check right now. The Ohio State game. They did they? Tra- Ohio, uh, they might have. Tra- yeah, State, they might have. Trailed. Yeah, Ohio State yeah. led with, by eight with three, four. Okay. Left. Okay. So oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and they had the big yeah. comeback, the block, and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they still, but I mean, the fact that they basically kicked the snot out of Michigan State and Illinois is just mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so pretty, pretty wild what Rutgers are doing right now. Obviously, you know, un- unprecedented run. Um, didn't see it coming, but at the same time, this Rutgers team is talented. They play for each other, they play defense. If you play defense and rebound like you did yesterday, obviously, you're gonna win some games. So um, obviously, you know, Pico, Steve Pico was complimentary of his team at the beginning of the season. And now you're kind of starting, you know, now you're seeing, you know, why he thought what he did at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And should we, we can get into this a little bit. I see some steam picking up for, uh, Steve Pico, uh, coach of the year. Yeah. I brought that up in the text this morning. <laughs> I was talking, well, you're right, not so- the only one. I've seen that a couple other places too. Okay. I did. You? Okay. So yeah. the main reason why I said that was because I was writing, I was, I was talking about Caleb McConnell, you know, being the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Article coming later this afternoon, uh, recording this Thursday. Uh, we were going to record on Wednesday night at the at the arena, but uh, it got late and we wanted to get home. So, uh, yeah. yeah, Steve Steve Peichel, man, I don't know. I mean, obviously Rutgers was picked. You know, I forget where they're picked, but obviously it wasn't where they are right now. So, I mean, they're they've had an unbelievable turnaround, I'd say, throughout the season. Um, I think he'll get votes. I know. One article that Richie had sent us mentioned Greg Gard and Wisconsin. Um, so I mean, you never know. It's always the same kind of teams kind of kind of win those, those awards. Again, yeah. it, I mean, maybe it goes back to Rutgers. You know, Rutgers and their respect factor. So I don't know. I would say national coach of the year is probably going to Bruce Pearl because he's yeah. just a, he's done but, a number. Yeah, of I job. only I only mentioned like the big. I only oh yeah. Like when I said that, I only thought of like the Big Ten. Yeah, part. but Big Ten. I mean, there's still time. Big Ten coach of the year. There's still time yeah. if, uh, if Rutgers can. Rutgers can, you know, kick it to the next level. There's, I don't think there's any reason why Pykele can't be coach of the year, but you know, everybody will get, I, like you said, we'll, we'll, Rutgers doesn't typically get that type of love, but uh, if, 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 if they can complete this turnaround, beat, beat Purdue and who knows with these last, yeah. last if few they, games, if they, if they keep on winning, who, I mean, yeah. Like how are you going to, how are you going to k- take it away from them? Like, yeah. I understand great. I under, I understand Wisconsin was picked to finish with, last basically last place in this con in the in the think, uh, big Wisconsin 10 was picked 10th yeah basically yeah basically the low they were picked to finish lower half in the um right. in the big 10 which, which, to me, which is I weird mean, for a wisconsin team so oh yeah i was about to say i'm a big 
I was about to say, I'm going to be honest. Like I don't, I didn't know much about Wisconsin going into this year, but it, mm-hmm. if you were to tell me Wisconsin was going to be in the running for the big 10, I would be like, what a shocker. I mean, they are every year. Greg right, guard, right, right. Greg guards a great coach. So it's just like, to me, it's almost, to me, it's almost a little bit more rewarding the people rewarding, rewarding Wisconsin for the people who didn't think they weren't, they were going to be this good because I mean, it's Wisconsin, it's Greg guard. They're mm-hmm. like, it, it almost yeah, feels like have- they're, it almost feels like they wake up and win by 20 <laughs> points and find themselves in the top half of the, yeah. uh, of the big 10. So to me, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you didn't, I think he won it last year too, which. Okay. Uh, I, you I know what? He, I literally looked at the, uh, I literally looked at, literally looked at that this morning and I, I don't, yeah, I to don't me, remember. I think he won it last year too, which I mean, I, I don't want to like, I don't want to take anything away from Greg guard. The guy's a, tremendous coach mm-hmm. wisconsin's a tremendous program if they win the big 10 i won't be surprised if if greg guard wins co- big 10 coach of the year i won't be surprised but to me if if fruckers and steve pike can finish this finish this basically uh i don't know it's called reincarnation <laughs> if they can finish if they can finish this one off i mean how, how are you going to take it away from them yeah yeah um yeah uh just looking at it, uh michigan's Jawan howard was their coach oh yeah that's right that's right greg guard won i think two years ago probably yeah yeah so i mean yeah so i guess i guess we'll end it we'll end it here um thank thank you all again for watching don't forget to like like subscribe comment don't forget to leave your thoughts on the message board uh we really appreciate those let us know if you have any tips for the for our pod um anything anything you know maybe we'll bring a guest on at some point how to figure out how to do that Um, (laughs) we gotta we gotta like we gotta like actually like speak to people we gotta go out Get phone numbers, get contacts, say hi, say, would you like to come on the show? Yeah. They say yes, they come on, and then we're, then we're off and running. <laughs> I, I, I do have some thoughts for people who to bring in. I just got to know how to, I, I guess all I got to do is just add, you know, third person to the Zoom call. We got yeah, we gotta, well, we, we gotta come out of our shell a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our no, honestly, shell. I enjoy doing this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I like talking about Rutgers basketball. Truthfully, I, I enjoy covering uh basketball more than more than the football team i there's you know kind of you know less less players to kind of get to know i guess and you know there's 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 more games there's more content i'd say it's more it's more fun i guess overall but yeah so Depends anyway on all right so then thanks all for watching uh again like like subscribe uh don't forget to like subscribe the uh, night report youtube page as well uh, leave your thoughts in the message board and uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Uh, and we'll see how this does against the Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. (laughs) 
It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.